You're listening to the Mid-Career GPS Podcast, episode 133. Hello, my friends. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. It seems like we are full speed ahead to the holidays and to the end of the year, but I'm going to put the brakes on that for now because you and I are going to talk about something that can truly help your career in these last few weeks of 2022. Many people think informational interviews are something you do when you're in school to learn more about the kind of work people do as you figure out what's next for you in your career. So what's changed? What's wrong with talking to people about what they do and where they work now? I talk to my clients all the time about conducting informational interviews and coaching them on how to do them. And with the end of the year here, now is a great time to schedule a few of these informational interviews for whatever reason you want. Well, in this episode, I am going to share with you three reasons why now is the perfect time to conduct informational interviews to help you be more informed and clear about whatever is next for your career right now and in the new year. This is the Mid-Career GPS Podcast, and I'm your host, John Nerrill. I help mid-career professionals who feel stuck, undervalued, and underutilized show up to find a job they love or love the job they have using my proven four-step formula. It's time to start building your mid-career GPS. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope you had a wonderful, happy, and safe Thanksgiving. And before we get into today's topic, I want to remind you of my new free guide called Five Mistakes Mid-Career Professionals Make and Need to Stop Doing. This short, easy-to-read guide is filled with helpful tips and information to stop doing these five career derailers and get you on track for your career in 2023. So check the show notes or visit johnnarrell.com to download your copy of my new guide. And let's start building your mid-career GPS together so you can find that job you love or love the job you have. Now, on to today's topic. I love informational interviews because they're a chance to connect. When I've done them, I have always seen them as opportunities to either reconnect with former colleagues or make new ones. It's something about my curiosity about wanting to get to know someone new, what they do, why they do it, and how their career path has been, and to see whether or not it can help me. And Let's not forget that informational interviews are great opportunities for me to see how I can be a great networking connection for them. Maybe there's someone in my network I can connect them to that they can do an informational interview, or there's someone in my network whom they would really like to meet. Givers get. Don't forget that. It is always important and paramount that when we are networking, we come from this place of value and service. It is always okay to ask for what it is that you want, but always make sure that you are doing it in a way that you are showing that you're giving as well. 
So for today's episode, I'm going to walk you through three reasons why now is a great time for you to build your network and to do that by having these informational interviews. So it's going to be a shorter episode because I, I know you're probably really busy with everything going on and trying to get stuff done, but I'm honored we get to spend a few minutes together. So let's get right into it. Here is reason number one. Conducting informational interviews is a great opportunity to build your network. A lot of times when people get comfortable or safe in their careers, they often find themselves not networking a whole lot because they're spending, understandably, a lot of time on their job and they want to do great work. But there are always opportunities for you to have an informational interview in your network or even within your company. What is it that they do? What is it that you want to learn about what it is that they do in their job? So think about how you're building your network internally and even within your own field, but also what about outside of your network? Who maybe works at a different company? who works in an adjacent field that you have a curiosity or interest in, but really haven't had a chance to talk and see how do you pivot or transfer your skills over to what they're doing. The other thing is informational interviews allow you to truly explore from this place of curiosity and build your network with people in fields completely different from yours. Get curious about how they navigated their career path, what they went from, and how they got to where they are. And let me offer you this. Have you ever thought about connecting with any one of my guests? Has there been someone you have listened to on the podcast? In December, I'm going to be releasing a series of best of episodes, and you're going to we're going to take a walk back through some of the more memorable moments of this year and some of the great guests and conversations and points that they made. But I'm just curious, have you ever thought about connecting with any of my guests? Have you connected with them on LinkedIn, followed them on social, be it either Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, maybe even on TikTok if some of them are there? But have you even thought about saying, hey, I'd love to know a few things. Would you be willing to spend 10 or 15 minutes with me on an informational interview? When we do informational interviews, it is important that we set those interviews up with intention. Be clear about why you want to talk to them, what you're hoping to get out of the conversation. And we'll talk in a few minutes about some best practices for the informational interviews. But as you're leading into them, it goes right into reason number two which is informational interviews are fantastic opportunities for you to practice your conversation skills. Conversations, be it networking or interview conversations, informational interviews give you a chance to practice in a very safe and not as a stressful type environment, say if you're applying for a position you really and truly want, but it gives you a chance to dialogue ask open-ended questions, keep the conversation going, listen very attentively to what they're saying and thinking about what's the question you want to follow up with them about. Practicing your conversation skills, especially when I hear people say they get 
nervous when they're interviewing or networking, or they're not sure what to ask, these can be great opportunities for you to practice. And of course, in your preparation, have those questions ready ahead of time so you're never just winging them. But here's the third thing, and this may be one thing that maybe you haven't thought about as a a benefit or reason why informational interviews are fantastic opportunities. It actually may take the bloom off the rose about a particular job or a company. Here's what I mean by that. Sometimes the grass isn't always greener on the other side. So for example, let's say you work for, um, and, and I don't know this, I'm just going to use this example, but let's say you work for Apple and you're curious about going to work for Microsoft. You may talk to people over there and find that some of the things you thought might be really great about going over there may not be or vice versa. Or you're thinking about going to a competitor and you really want to know what the company culture is like over there or what the work-life balance is or how engaged are you going to be and listen to in, in the work and in the new job. You may get a very different perspective based on who you are talking to. Now, keep in mind, they are their experiences and their thoughts and their information that they're sharing with you. But it is fair to say, and it has personally happened to me over the years, that when I have inquired about a certain organization, I talk to somebody and it kind of feels like the bloom comes off of that rose. That's where your preparation and your ability to be naturally curious can really serve you well here. And and look, I know I said I was going to give you three tips, but I'm in a very giving mood. I'm going to give you a bonus tip here. And that is right now, as we are at the end of November, people have time. Now is a great time to reach out and connect and inquire and ask about whatever it is that you want on these informational interviews, because the truth of the matter is we know once 2023 starts and we begin the new year, everybody's going to hit the ground running pretty quickly. It happens every year. So what if you were able to leverage the time you have right now in the two, three, or four weeks between now and the end of the year? I was one of those people that when I was not teaching, I absolutely enjoyed working between Christmas and New Year's. I went into the office. I got a ton of stuff done. It was quiet. A lot of people were out. I got a lot of things done that I had been meaning to do. It was actually a very, very nice time. And I had some time in my schedule. So the opportunity to network or have an informational interview, I know there are a lot of you out there that if somebody reached out to you and said, would you be willing to give me 10 or 15 minutes for a quick conversation? You would. So if you're willing to do it, how likely is it that somebody else would be willing to help you? So think about that. This is a gr- another opportunity here to manage your brain around whether or not it is possible or impossible to have an informational interview by the end of the year. 
come on, you can find at least one person if you wanted to that would be willing to meet with you for 10 or 15 minutes on the phone or on Zoom for an informational interview. It's possible. Make it happen. So use this time right now to your advantage before things get really, really crazy and hectic in January. So before we wrap up, I just want to go over a couple of what I consider to be best practices when conducting an informational interview. So first of all, make sure you formally invite them. So this could be through somebody who's already in your network that you know. It might be someone you've been introduced to, or it might be someone you just reach out to. Whatever that is, invite them. Send them a formal meeting invite, put it on your calendars, whether it be phone or Zoom, and ask them what they would prefer. It's a great way to kind of take some of the pressure and stress off of and say, hey, doesn't matter to me what's best for you. Would you prefer to meet either on the phone or would you prefer a Zoom call? Either one is fine. Second, be clear about your agenda. I am a huge proponent that when you are conducting an informational interview, you send the person whom you're going to be talking to three questions ahead of time. And I would send it to them at least 24 hours before the meeting and the meeting happens. And in that email to say, I'm really looking forward to our conversation tomorrow at such and such a time in preparation for our call These are three questions I plan on asking. This way, they will have chance to think. Remember, they're there to help you. They want to be a good conversation and resource for you. So rather than having to think on the fly and then feeling like maybe they need to email you later, do the courtesy and give them a heads up of sending them your questions ahead of time. I will link up to a previous episode in the show notes, but I had done an episode a while back about informational interviews. And for those of you that are thinking about it, it it would be a good episode to go back and, and listen to again. So I will put that in the show notes as well. Here is the last, and if not the most important thing and best practice of conducting an informational interview. Thank them. You would be surprised how many people miss this step. And I'm not talking about thanking them while you're on the call. I am talking about thanking them after. So here are a few things you can do. One, you could go to their LinkedIn profile and endorse them for skills that they talked about during your conversation. Click the plus button, endorse their skills, Give them a little LinkedIn SEO so that they will get a little bit better reach on the LinkedIn algorithm. It's a great way to do that. You've just met them, but you've heard about some of their skills and you can endorse them for that. That's one. The second thing is follow up with a thank you email or an e-card. Now, this doesn't have to cost you anything, but you know, personalize the thank you email in some way, right? Include maybe um, a, a GIF or uh, or a GIF, however you say it, um, or do a little postcard or something in Canva and say, "Hey, thanks so much for your time today." Put a personal touch on it. 
do something that is reflective of you and your appreciation for their time. This is an opportunity for you to be memorable, not in an overboard kind of way, but to show them how much you appreciate their time and for sharing their expertise with you. And the last thing is, if you are so inclined, and I would offer that especially during the holidays, this is an even nicer gesture, is to send them a small gift card. You could you could send them an e-card, be it on Amazon, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, um, whatever it is that you think they would enjoy and appreciate. It does not need to be super expensive, Right. I would offer if you're going to send uh, like a, a Starbucks or Amazon gift card, ten bucks at a minimum, right? Some people may find twenty five dollars is fine. I would not send two hundred dollars. <laughs> Probably sitting there go Johnny and nuts. I guess send someone two hundred dollars for their time. The idea is be appreciative. Don't make it uncomfortable. That's a great way to just say, hey, thank you very so very, very much for your time. I really appreciate it. And then in that message, just share one kind of takeaway or aha. And of course, if you're not connected with them on LinkedIn, go ahead and do so. You should be connected, especially after that call. So you can then support and like and share and react and engage with each other's posts that you're putting out there on LinkedIn. I'll also link up to an article from Indeed um, that had some really great resources there too about what to expect in an informational interview. And I'll put that in the resources section within the show notes that you'll have that as well. But I cannot talk more strongly enough about why informational interviews are such great value, especially right now. So if you are actively thinking about a new job either this year or in 23, or you are thinking about going for that internal promotion, let an informational interview inform some decisions you might be making in the next few weeks or in the new year. You are 100% responsible for your career. This is a fantastic way to lean into the preparation part of building your mid-career GPS so you can figure out whatever is next for you and your career. Don't forget, you can go to johnnerrell.com and I've got a brand new free guide that's up there. It's called Five Mistakes Mid-Career Professionals Make and Need to Stop Doing. It's a brand new guide that I've just released. So feel free to go there and download it. Doesn't cost you anything. And just come on into my email community by doing it. Would love to have you there as well. And if you are not familiar with my email community, I email everybody once a week, different leadership and career topic that is in addition to what we talk about on the podcast. I try to keep it relevant and funny and useful and helpful. And there are times when there are certain only uh, member events or invites or Q&As that happen within my email community. So I welcome you to come on in there as well. All right, my friends, you've got some work to do. So I'm going to offer you this challenge. Find one person, at least one person right now, that you can do an informational interview with between now and the end of the year. You are not that busy where you can't find 10 or 15 minutes 
to talk to somebody new about where your career path is going. Let's just call that out. So make it happen. And when you do, either drop me a message on LinkedIn or email me at john at johnnarrell.com and let me know how this particular episode helped you. I would love to hear from you. But until then, my friends, remember this. We build our mid-career GPS one mile or one step at a time and how we show up matters. Make it a great rest of your day. Take care. If you enjoyed today's show and don't want to miss an episode, follow on Apple Podcasts or wherever you usually listen. And I'd appreciate it if you would leave a rating and review. Visit johnnarrell.com to download your free copy of the 55-Minute Career Transition Jumpstart to help you start building your mid-career GPS. And don't forget to connect with me on LinkedIn and follow me on social at John Narrow Coaching. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time. 